1: Yeah, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by we got a great lineup for you today. We're going to kick it off with talking about chakra cards for belief change. Nikki is joining us here today. And what we're going to be doing and I'm going to give you a formal introduction of who Nikki is. But what is it about yourselves where you're figuring out man I'm doing everything they're telling me to do. I'm changing my life, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but you're still hanging on to beliefs. Well, Nikki gresham Record is joining me here today to talk about that. And she has created fantastic chakra cards. And by the way, for all of you out there, we're going to be pulling cards. So if you have a belief, if you have something you want to change, then you're going to get to experience this. With the UK's leading spiritual healers, one of the UK's leading spiritual healers, but also somebody that has been out there teaching, whether it's Reiki or Qigong, she has developed a fantastic method for belief change, which you're going to hear about today. But more importantly, why? Why do we want to change our beliefs? And so get ready for this show about that. We are going to be using her fantastic brand new deck of cards. Let me just get them right here. Can you all see them right there? That's just the box because I got the cards in my other hand. Um, And then I just just want everybody to know we have a special broadcast today. And I want to mention it to you. We have a special broadcast on Transformation Talk Radio today at 3.30. That's my power-up show. And that will be 3.30 to 4. And another, another version of this um, at 3 o'clock tomorrow. And so today we're going to talk about on this show, we're going to be talking about uh, a number of things. But we're going to be talking about women that make it to success in the world that you can look at, that you can look up to. And this is all, let's just say, This is all based on the latest VP pick, Kamala Harris. So we're going to take a look at who is Kamala Harris, but who are all the women that have come before? Maybe women that if you're of a younger age, you don't remember. But what are the lessons learned and how do we honor them? You know, what is it about our belief systems about women in power that perhaps could use a chakra card right here today? Um, But here we are. And this is the world that we get to live in. For me, when I got sick in 2004, I had had a level of beliefs about this. And I didn't know even where to begin, but my journey and the trajectory for the show changed. And as that happened year after year, day after day, 16 years, a little bit here, a little bit there, somehow along the way, I realized that there was something underneath transformation. What if it was high vibration imagery? What was it? What if it was powerful affirmations? What if it was something that we can energe- energetically shift our mindset, but get at the core of that? Like beliefs that you're not enough, or beliefs that you'll never accomplish anything. It's just not in your DNA. But today we're gonna talk about belief change as a therapeutic tool. How to bring this to the forefront and achieve a level of freedom that I can only tell you from my own experience. I don't know what day it was that I realized that the beliefs that I was holding were literally shaping a very limited view of my life. And so today Nikki's gonna take us through what she does what she discovered and then what she created nikki it's great to have you here thank you so much it's lovely listening to you and it is so
2: profound that journey of shifting your beliefs realizing that you have them in the first instance
1: and then shifting and moving through i i want to ask you about this because um everything i shared is like for real like my mystery disease caused me to seriously look at a whole bunch of things, Nikki. I mean, I am a student. I'm a student. That's why I get so excited to talk with someone like you. I am a student of myself, but I'm a student of humanity, so to speak. And even though I went to school for 10 years for psychology, I still want to understand beyond this, beyond the cognitive version of the mind, what else is there? right yeah. yeah so let me let me ask you this you had to have had something happen like in your life i mean something when people come forward like you right and you become this amazing spiritual healer i can only imagine what obstacle what <laughs> challenge you had look look i'm getting you all choked up i was like oh no what's happening here oh my god i'm asking her the challenge question i'm trying um, the water down the wrong way oh i'm sorry um, you know and i know (laughs) that sometimes we have to have something happen in our lives right where we go to that place where we don't know and what i want to make sure that people understand sometimes is they look at me and they think man you got it easy you're just like how did you get there you're like number one show transformation talk radio like oh (laughs) and and i used to get a little short answer now i realize. I can't even describe the pain that I went through to get here. How about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. So my journey was um, pretty much exactly that. So I had, I had lupus, so I was diagnosed in 1993 when I was 19. Uh, so the year just before I went off to uni and I studied psychology. So always interested in, in people, in the human psyche and connection in what makes people tick. Um, but I got sick. I started to experience aches and pains and so on. Um, and it went on. <coughs> sorry, my throat's going to. It will clear. But I went on for um, almost 15 years. So by the time that I'd had. I went through university and started working in mental health, worked in uh, the drugs field for five years, worked with um, women and sexual trauma and uh so i've always been in that kind of helping role but not really helping myself oh
1: my gosh <laughs> really I, oh are we like twins <clears throat> <laughs> i mean i'm not from the uk um but you
2: may well follow but yeah so so i had that one moment when i I'd, I'd had my i got married because with lupus you know there's a you may have children you may not you don't know how the disease is going to progress so we tried at probably the earliest possibility, and and I felt pregnant. But then, the pregnancy was okay, but I, I was quite sick. Second child came very quickly, so I'd got two toddlers, eighteen months old, and um, and a baby. Um, and the baby, I was on a lot of steroids when I was pregnant with my second, so he was born with um, mischievous gut. So he screamed solid for two years. So with mm-hmm. the lupus, and a toddler, and a baby that. screamed screamed and, and so on. I just hit rock bottom and I had a moment of I don't know if you know if I can do this anymore. It was too it was too hard. And then I realized that no one was going to come and save me. And it was that kind of moment of I have to do this for myself. If I want to <laughs> the words grow up comes if I if I want to yeah. grow up, if I want to uh, live. I have to find a way and I started to explore it was just some kind of mindset and then it was almost like everything opened up and I started to really work with myself and my thoughts and I had trained so I, I just finished kind of chartering as a psychologist so I was used to working on myself um, but there's a it's like on almost another level another notch of self-love and self-respect and and awakening i think it's awakening to the divine awakening to ourselves as divine and i think once you've got that connection it just brings in the meaning it, it makes things make sense and so it's been for me like you know you, you describe yourself as being a a student the energy my connection has taught me you know most of everything that i know and it was um, you know, i'm very dedicated to my to my work so first and foremost i'm a practitioner and i see clients and and that's you know i'm, I'm full time with that I, I i love my work so I'm, I'm a charter psychologist but i'm a i'm a healer and i'm an intuitive and i'm a channel and um that's you know, that's uh, it's, it's some of what i'm here for but it's that helping people to uh, assist their recognition of self as divine to see their potential to see their um, their inner being and, and their possibility so um, yeah but the, the, the belief change work for me was um, it was a huge part of realizing that I was just buying into programs and I was keeping them running I was focusing on them so finding a method I think I was, tra- I was training in the lightning process uh-huh uh kind of NLP to help me to yeah. shift my energy because yeah. yeah. my energy levels were still low I'd, I'd healed myself from all of the aches and the pain so I didn't have any pain anymore but when I was at my lowest I wasn't producing any growth hormone uh, no DHEA and barely any cortisol so I was exhausted um but I'd, I'd kind of worked through with I mean I went all natural so it wasn't just mind body spirit I um you know I cleaned up my diet completely chemicals were were gone so everything became natural I, tu- I tuned in and connected with the kind of natural way of, of being um, but then yeah but believe what kind of came along and it was just this paradigm shift and I realized I could start to see programs and I'd start to hear programs in the clients that I was working with so as people are telling me their stories you know, it's very easier for us to attach to our pain and attach to the stories. And um, and while that needs honouring and, and respecting, it's not who we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the experiences that we have. And when we can make peace with those, when we can integrate those and bring love to those wounded aspects of self, to, you know, the shadow aspects of ourselves and so on, then, um, yeah, everything, everything opens up and becomes possible. And so I, I trained in Psych K,
1: yeah. Um, which yeah. I love. Very so, familiar.
2: Yeah. Yeah, love psych, still use psyche. Um, so that's great. And then I trained in theta healing. And then in my kind of busy life, I, I I through my spiritual awakening I ended up um getting divorced so
1: I could spread my wings fully. Yeah, and what's up with that? Both of us, huh? Yeah. What it's, it's I tough, like how you said it? that. And you know, through my spiritual awakening I ended up getting divorced. But yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't quite get that, do they? But it was this, hard. It's Yeah. It was so, so hard. It is was hard. <laughs> he
2: was a good guy. Um, no one could understand it. My thre- friends and he all thought, thought I was nuts. Um, but there was just hands on my back, and I just – it's been a process for me. If, because of the connections that I've had, and, and I've had a couple of profound spiritual Yeah connections and experiences so in one of which i just i just i I was with the holy spirit for three hours and i was i was gone and um i i declared myself to be of service and and that was in 2012 i think 2012 or 13. right um but i that from that moment it was everything just shifted everything changed and i Mm. needed to follow my path and who would have known (laughs) Then, you know, what's happening now is, is that I've brought this system through and I've brought this um, possibility and this potential. And the more I've allowed, the more I've connected, the more I've opened, um, the more I've cleared within myself. And, um, and it's just a joy. It's a joy to be of service. It's a joy to feel mm-hmm. that love and that connection and, and share that possibility and see. The, the most exciting thing for me is that I created a self-help method. And so people can take this and use it for themselves. And it's that personal empowerment, because that was my journey, it's that personal empowerment, um, you know, becoming sovereign, uh, that just feels so important to me. So, yeah, it's a joy. It's a real joy to share. That's why I ask
1: you that question, because, you know, for me, uh, it is my um, um, six months, of course, after I paid for my first hour of airtime, of course, You know, many years later now, um, you look at your life and people want to know, well, man, you're like a pioneer in digital radio and you're doing podcasting for 16 years. And they want to they want this logical answer. And I would have been finished with this in six months had I not gotten sick like you. I mean, the pain happened. You're going to laugh. April 1st of 2004, I was given a workshop with my friend, Reverend Bonnie on, are you ready? Living your biggest dream. At the end of the workshop, my right ankle had swelled up to the size of a very large grape, grapefruit. Um, and I thought I had hit it, but what was happening to me on the surface seemed medical, right? Like lupus, medical. Yeah actually, they thought I had lupus, but failed that test. And so what was that about that changed my life? But what is it about how we carry ourselves through this, how we believe about the world? Is this something? And I'll tell you the greatest gift to me, and I want to talk with you about your approach too. I couldn't do anything other than continue to buy thousands of dollars of airtime a month, I couldn't get that big Fed consulting job. I I I wasn't I couldn't stand up. And I look back at that now and what I realize is that this was some divine plan to keep yeah. me exactly where I was supposed to be. But my belief about illness and healing changed. And that's what I find interesting about what you shared because somehow I too went down the path of natural this, natural this. I mean, the angel lady pointed me to a naturopath. I'd never heard of naturopaths before. I'm from the East Coast. We don't, I don't even know what that means. But it pointed me through to Dr. Darvish who took this years with me. But one of the things that she did that you talk about that i didn't understand was i never knew how she could figure out stuff this muscle testing thing
2: ah uh, yes
1: <laughs> but the idea of muscle testing beliefs yeah that's what you're doing isn't it yeah
2: it, it's interesting cuz i refer to it as belief work because i've been doing this for about 10 years yeah um, and people go belief work. That's interesting. No, it is interesting. <laughs> but it, it literally is. It's and we, we can muscle test for the presence or absence of a belief. So we just the the idea is that our you know our body is wise. Our body carries innate wisdom, and when the body is shutting down with some form of disease, there's you know there's an underlying energy disruption that's often based in emotion, and belief patterns associated with those. So, yeah, no, it, 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 that's the process. So your, your, your question, I've just lost track of well, myself. Well, there.
1: I'm going to tell you what we're going to do about this. We're going to take a Muscle short testing. break here in a minute, but I want to open up the phone lines for people because uh, there is a healing at many, many levels going on, right? There is a healing required now uh, for more things than I can even imagine in the 16 years I've been doing this, I find myself, you know, in this place where, why am I not taking that step forward here? Mm. Why, what is holding me back here, right? Mm. Or maybe I'm steering kind of off, off my path, off my goal what am i what am i believing about something there because up until this conversation today you know we questioned whether or not we could heal beliefs but these beliefs are so deep they're so deep and and this is part of what you've created and what i love about this is that not all beliefs reside in the same place, hence the chakra system. So can you talk about how you've integrated both? Yeah, I can,
2: I can. So
1: it started, I didn't really know
2: what I was doing. I was just listening to the call. So I started channeling beliefs. Um, it started, I was going to do seven affirmations uh, for, for my walk. I wanted to do some artwork and then I channeled beliefs. But the beliefs came through, um, they were all root chakra beliefs when i was kind of listening to what was coming and i could see this it was about the root chakra because the chakras each contain a different level of consciousness you know they're concerned with different functions within the body different organs within the body and so the root chakra for example is a really foundational one Um, and i must talk about your 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 last statement because safety stability and uh, support abundance there's a lot of issues connected to the root chakra so if we're talking about being being good enough or being worthy of love and so on um, there may be layers of beliefs so it may be that in order to to align with the belief I'm good enough or I'm worthy of worthy of unconditional love we may need to come into alignment with beliefs around safety so that it's safe for me to receive love because we might have beliefs around what love is, that love is dangerous or love hurts or love is unkind or love is cruel. So we can start to shift and unpick that, but the, the lovely thing is with the system, we don't need to know, we can drop out of our brains and use the muscle testing so to let the system guide us in terms of what's our priority, what's the priority belief, so I've got this issue, what's the priority belief for me to align with in order to start to shift energy And it's really all about finding that alignment to our source to our inner being and so on so we have a right to safety we have a right to freedom of expression we have a right to be empowered we have a right to love and and so on so it's just beliefs that tell us that we're not Um, so the system works with it uses the affirmations and the power of intention which is probably what was happening on your first workshop you connected and you you put energy in towards what you wanted to create and so um you know it's the same we work with the positive but because the system uses qigong it uses this process of emptying and it uses this process of movements so it uses the infinity symbol the harmonizing symbol And that uh, enables a shift and enables a balance. And so what happens is the old energy, the unsafety or the instability or the lack of love or the unworthiness starts to surface in the body Mm. because we're choosing and we're intending to align with safety or with love. And so the process isn't always comfortable because you can feel the fear or the unease or the safety or whatever starts to surface. But the Qigong helps you to soften, the movement helps it to focus. And we activate the hemispheres of the brain, so we're getting crosstalk. We're becoming whole-brained, and then we're coming into alignment. And you can feel the shifts. What's lovely about it is that people can feel the shifts happening as they work through it. So you know when it's done, and then, yeah. You've well, got, it was, you've got your so shift. I want and to ask you about.
1: Test. I want to ask you about something before we go to break. Um, uh, but before we do, um, I, I want to let everybody know uh, we are opening up the phone lines for those of you that are watching on facebook if you would like uh nikki to pick a card for you if you have a question or or just want to feel the energy of the cards please just type a message over on facebook and we will get that for those of you that love to call in for live connection 1-800-930-2819 but the other way to do it is to go to transformation talk radio and you'll see it says, ask a question, you could do that. Okay, so how do people find out more about you?
2: My website's the best place. So all information is on my website. I've got a YouTube channel, which I'm starting to put content in. I'm just trying okay. to kind of reach out and offer. But my website is um, healing, healinginsight.co.uk. Okay,
1: so we're going to come them. back. We're going to take callers, but I got to tell you what just happened. So I don't know if you saw me shuffling. My hands are Mm -hmm. underneath, I guess, the view of the camera, and I'm shuffling, but I'm not looking at what I'm shuffling. I'm just shuffling the deck, right, just to prepare. Two cards jump out, literally jump out, and fall on the floor. What should I do with them? Read them. What are they? (laughs) Let's... Take a short break when we come back. I'm going to read them, but I'll tell you what they are right now. And they're purple. And hold on. Can you see that?
2: Psychic awareness
1: and peace of mind. So when we come back, I'm going to be thrilled to hear what you have to say about these two. But, Charlene, we're going to get to you. Those of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, yep, we're going to be pulling some cards. We'll be right back.
2: Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com.
0: Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com.
1: Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they
0: share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Message Delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message Delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's Angel Messages, the number two, the letter U.com.
1: Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories, aspire higher, and live a whole lot larger to help you unleash your powered up, pumped up, I am Soul Stretching Success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show, I'm so glad. We're talking about, I just want everybody to know, we've been talking about Nikki, but also about the work she's created and the way for us to truly heal beliefs. And she and I were kind of talking about these two cards um, and we'll get back to them in a minute because I know Charlene, I know you're waiting. Um, But it's fascinating when you hear how these cards work and how Nikki works to heal these things. And you know the, the the hardest part for me was to understand that I had beliefs that were in the way of what I was meant to do. Right? I mean I, I didn't sign up for this 16 years ago. I didn't have a I didn't have what do you call it? Business plan. I didn't have a business plan to do this. I literally dialed the wrong phone number and didn't hang up. That's why I'm here. Um, (laughs) But then I kept saying, yes, Um, I'm not a broadcast person. I don't have a background in broadcast. I mean, that's not it. Um, But insight into oneself, I believe, is one of the hardest, the hardest things. I have five coaches, so, you know. I don't always understand myself, and I don't think I'm different from other people. Um, and when I was looking at the book, the book, and the cards and what they say, they don't just give you an affirmation, but they give you insight about what happens when you own this. For example, the one I'll read one of the cards I pulled, and then we'll go to the phones and we'll talk to Charlene. So the one that I pulled was psychic awareness, right. And I hadn't turned it over. Right. So I only looked at the front of it. See, okay. And so when I looked at the front of it, um, I got third eye chakra, I got that. And then I turned it over. And when I saw the affirmation, I felt like nauseated. I'm not about the card. No, I told you. Almost to the it. point where I don't even want to read it. Mm-hmm. Right. So clearly, there's something here for me to work on. So I'm going to share it with the audience because you guys know I'm human. Uh, I'm I'm no different than you. But Nikki told me I have to own this. So let me let me read <laughs> the psychic awareness card. It says, I open my third eye and allow visions of higher wisdom to be received and trusted. That's tricky. I see clearly that which comes through my subtle senses to assist the alignment of my will with the divine will. My psychic awareness is sacred, aligned only with the highest good for myself, others, and the planet. I am psychic. I have to keep working on that Nikki it's
2: interesting because sometimes what comes up we feel the resistance you know and it's that resistance that prevents the alignment with the, the messages that are coming through so it's simple though you're you're, you're 20 minutes away <laughs> if you work with the method from bringing yourself into alignment and releasing that resistance and then all that does is it opens up this potential it opens up this door for you to allow for you to trust and for you to um yeah own it this this whole shebang that says that we're not supposed to be great and magnificent and so on you know that we have to who do you think you are and yeah it's we gotta let that go it's time for empowerment it's time for recognizing yeah and I, yeah. and
1: and i'm hoping today that we get to see this in action let's go to the phones with charlene charlene welcome to the show thank you dr pat it's absolutely magical to talk to both you and nikki today wow man it's great to have you here how can we help you you too you You got a belief that you want some help with
0: my health and my vitality
1: Mm. i'm going to turn that over to nikki
2: okay so health and vitality is, you know, it's the body speaking. The body's showing you. So it's about listening for a start. It's about listening to the body. I'm going to shuffle. So we'll see what comes up. It's also very hot and sticky here. We're in a hot summer UK. So my hands are a little sticky. So Charlene, 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 Charlene. This one's sticking. Okay, here we go so autonomy is this back to front or is that forward facing can you tell uh
1: yes that's the written
2: yeah but you can see yeah. it facing yes. forward so I read it out so charlene this is yeah autonomy this is a big one so the body can feel stuck and trapped and the body's holding so as we as we open and we expand and we we allow that uh movement so movement shift fluidity so the card says, I move beyond the limits that my ancestors, society and I have unconsciously placed upon me. I am free. I recognize myself as an autonomous being of infinite possibility and potential. I am free to shine my light and strengthen my ego as I discover my potential. So that's your sense of self, that's your space suit through which you become human. Um, I am a limitless being. Beautiful. Does it resonate?
0: Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. I think half of... It's absolutely a beautiful card, actually, for many of us, for all of us, because this is what belief work is really all about. It's in being able to move beyond these limitations programs keep us limited they keep us stuck they keep us keep us safe because it's what we know right um but when we can and these are ancestral so there's these are things that our you know our parents 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 have experienced for generations and um sometimes it can be in the akashic records so in our in our past lives uh, and sometimes just through this lifetime but we've we've imposed we've allowed we've agreed to kind of come into this chosen this experience but only for our liberation we've come here to heal these wounds We've come here to heal the past and the ancestors and you know now is just such a beautiful time for us to begin to unpick and unwind this stuff that's not really us it's not really ours and allow ourselves to to shine allow ourselves to move into our so hearts coming up so just really allowing um, trusting your heart and energy your heart energy is really huge Trusting your heart energy and allowing yourself to live from heart.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah. I mean, and thank you, Zach, for putting up that imagery too on Facebook for people to see the cards. Um, Charlene, um, how does that feel for you? It resonates. It really does. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, And I want to talk about how this works. But before I do, how do people get the deck of cards here? And uh, could you give us some information about this, Nikki? And then also, I want to talk about now how this works, because clearly I have a stuck belief. There's no question about it. I mean, the fact that I wouldn't even read the card. There you go. (laughs) I mean, what do you think? Do you
2: know, I, I love that we're talking about this because this is resistance and this is part of belief change you know, when we hit resistance, we're coming up against a belief that doesn't serve us. We're, we're, we're attached to a program that doesn't serve. So, yeah, so people can access... It's been published through Inner Traditions. Yeah. So going through Inner Traditions, or uh, it's on Amazon. And the book is on Amazon also over in the States. And then I, I have developed... It's We've got lots of levels, and it's kind of evolving, as these things do. Um, but I've developed... A, it's called the yellow level resources so this is an online program I was supposed to be in LA uh, a few weeks ago but that all got cancelled to bring the system to to America so I believe it's supposed to be launching out where you are and so um, people can learn the online program and then from there you uh, can learn the system through the online program so it's a series there's about seven hours worth of tutorials so it's a real deep dive into how to use the method and how it works why it works and so on so if you need the science behind it all that's there too and that's in the book Uh, but there's also then a a practitioner training and it looks like I think I might have to do that online (laughs) so if anyone's interested um, you would need to do the self-help method because it's about really knowing it and working it for yourself yeah. Um, to then go on to do the practitioner training and, and holding other people through through it as well.
1: Yeah, and what you're yeah. talking about though, I think it's so critically important. You know, when I'm thinking about now, I've had a few minutes here, Nikki, to sort of um, understand the consequence. This is my these are my words. Understand the consequence of not changing this belief. Right. I'm sort I'm sort of getting a glimpse because I picked a second card. Well, I didn't pick them. These two cards, literally, I'm shuffling, shuffling all the different chakras, and they jump out. And the second card was peace of mind. And I I have to read this uh, because people might think when I say peace of mind, they may go off and think, oh, yeah, I don't know. This is really something else. Do you mind if I read it? Please do. Yeah. Okay. Um, It says peace of mind. And remember, I picked this with psychic awareness, peace of mind, jumped out of the deck. There we go, on the floor. Um, peace of mind. I heal the poisons of my mind that limit and deny me by aligning with pure and honest thought and belief. I joyf- joyfully recognize when I am thinking limited thoughts from my conditioning and realign with thoughts and beliefs that serve my growth and well being. I choose to question my perspective and think loving supportive thoughts. I am peaceful. So that's really about That's powerful. I heal it... the poisons of my mind. That yeah. is really powerful.
2: Do you do you know that the story of um so the snake <clears throat> so this is also from kind of my my reiki learning uh, and journey. Mm-hmm. but the snake rises so the kundalini energy you know rises the poisonous snake and as it rises it sees itself it raises in consciousness so that it can see itself and it is the the peacock that is able to transmute the poisons of the snake mm. that creates the iridescent colors
1: mm-hmm.
2: so there's this journey of transmutation of the poisons of allowing ourselves to to see and witness as we rise in consciousness so that we can become mm-hmm. whole, and so that we can become beautiful and, and shine those iridescent colors. So there's, yeah, it's the mind beliefs go a long, long way and not wanting to talk about what's happening in the world, but at the same time, you know, we are seeing and we're subject to so much programming right now. I know. So to 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 not absorb that to be the creators of our own reality and experience through thinking through bringing peace of mind through choosing it sometimes it's just a choice to to think more peacefully more more loving to everybody to yeah
1: (laughs) Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, boy do I get powerful. it. It's really it's really interesting yeah. and uh, if we have a few minutes I'll explain why this is interesting for me today but I want to go to the phone because we got uh, two other p- people waiting. Okay. Uh Benny who who do we want first? Hey,
0: it's Cynthia from Misqua. Welcome to the show Cynthia.
1: Hi Cynthia. Hi, thanks t- Hi. Hi Cynthia. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Um yeah I find this very fascinating about belief. Um I guess my question too is Can there be like an inherent ancestral belief that can be blocking me, or is it also more of like a collective consciousness belief that starts blocking me when I'm going towards? I, I, I seem to wait till all the way down to the last minute when it's crisis, when I'm already in crisis, and then I don't do anything and I don't, and then I do something, but I don't know why my beliefs are behaving this way.
2: Yeah. It, it can be both it, it can be anything um it can yeah. absolutely be ancestral and and it can go back generations i've been exploring some some beliefs and um been able to see uh, an ancestor and an experience and you know past lives and where they've come from and and so on so it, it can come from anywhere um it doesn't matter I think is the important bit. You can muscle test yourself and just ask is this an ancestral belief? Mm-hmm. Once you, the important thing is you know what the belief is that's limiting you. You start to listen to and understand what the programs are. And then once you've once you've seen it as a program, you can start that process of detachment that mm. this is this is a story, this is I think actually when you when you do muscle test and you see that this is uh, an ancestral program there's some there's a degree of relief in some ways because you know it's not yours it's just something that you've been living yeah and carrying forward but i do believe that we're here to heal those ancestral patterns as we evolve as we ascend so um when you can see them, that's a beautiful opportunity just to witness that and acknowledge it and sometimes being connected to to the divine and witnessing and calling in the ancestors um you know bringing light to that is is super healing um but you also don't need to know so you can just bring yourself into alignment with the opposite of that belief. So if the belief is I'm going to be rejected, I'm rejected or I'm under attack for example, then um, you can align with I am, you know I'm safe or I'm loved or I'm lovable or I'm held or um, or, you, or ask the, the cards or muscle test yourself. So if it's something specific and you want to do some therapy work, you you know, you can shuffle, but you can also learn how to muscle test yourself just to find sure. what is the priority, what is this thing that's sticking with me. So hmm. shall I pull a card?
0: Yes, please. Well, is there any card that falls out right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming.
2: They usually fall out for me. Sometimes they'll stick to my hands, but they usually fall out. But there's um this one. There's two. These two are stuck together. It's freedom. You've got transmutation and freedom. I'm just going to muscle test and see which one it is. It's freedom. Freedom's your card. Um, so, yeah. I can feel this now. I release all tears, sadness and the attachment to closing up and playing small in order to allow my throat to open fully. So this is a throat chakra card. So you can feel that and I can feel that. Um, That's really about safety, isn't it? So we we keep ourselves small um, but we become attached to that and sometimes we just need to allow the tears and the sadness and the release of that program of that pattern and for, for all the times that we have played small um i open my throat so really about speaking up and allow myself to breathe sing laugh and cry my voice is an instrument through which i heal myself i i heal so it's very about yeah finding a voice again and speaking up and that may mean releasing tears and sadness and the attachment to mm-hmm. to that closing
0: up so letting mm. that go now. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being
2: small
0: in the wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and there's an empowerment thing there for you as well. Um, in terms of the the boundary, the not allowing, not allowing others to um, to shut you up, to close you up. So for any time in the past where that's been true, you know, a- allowing that to be over. So that you can step into time for healing, time for um, time for opening, time for yeah. speaking, time for being heard. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the things mm-hmm. uh, to let me just say this for myself. One of the things too that I find is one of the end results of me having a fear like that is that I become immobile. That mm-hmm. and it's out of character for me. If anything, the complaint that everybody makes about me is like, "Oh, there she goes. She just did that thing. She didn't talk to anybody. She did it." So <clears throat> when I hesitate, it all the flags go up for people. And and it's usually like, "You know, Patty, are you going to move that along? Are you going to purchase that? Are you going to do that? Are you?" And and so I just think sometimes I'm contemplating it. But if I really was honest with myself, there's something about it that's scaring me. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's scaring me in a good way or a bad way, but until I understand what I, what belief I'm holding, I'm probably going to still stay sitting on it. You know mm-hmm. you know I mean, I waited so long to turn in my graduation papers for my doctorate that I missed the deadline to actually graduate. And this is, this is real. This is a true story. I missed the deadline. And when I realized that people were, were, what do they call it? Graduated walking. Like where you get your diploma and they were, Mm -hmm. and, and the deadline was a week I called and, and when I called the, the grace of this amazing woman at the school was you're late, but I'm going to let you get in. Now, why was I late? I mean, I'd gone to school for 10 years. This is like, my gosh, you're finished. And I'll tell you this, for six months after I was told, you're graduating, you're passing, I had dreams. I woke up in the middle of the night with my advisor looking over me, telling me, no, you really didn't. You have to take two more classes. I mean, I dreamt this. So there was a belief under there that I didn't realize was holding me back from even walking up and taking my diploma because I literally thought that it wasn't real, that somehow I didn't really earn it, that I was going to go up there and take it, and and the dean was going to come after me up in Seattle from California and take it back. And I dreamt that for six months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, Dr. Pat.
1: Yeah.
0: You did all the hard work and then couldn't believe you did it. And then all the dreams and not couldn't I believe it Couldn't believe it. To be there. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. after so you, getting
1: the thing yeah. in my hand and then yeah. coming back yeah. to Seattle, it was like, I mean, I dreamt this, like it was a horrible dream. And, but I didn't get what Nikki was saying. Right. Um, I didn't quite understand that there was a belief that was so deep inside of me from earlier in my life. And, you know, I still have that. I still have that imposter syndrome. I really do. That's it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's that feeling
0: that yeah, we're it, you know, we're a faker fraud. It, yeah, it that that helps me a lot, ladies, because it's just like why am I why am I wait like really? You've done so many other things and you're like waiting to <sighs> all the last minute till you almost drop off the cliff when you already did half the stuff before. And it's part of that and I think it's part of, of an ancestral level of people not deserving things down my oh. line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean to be honest with you It's easier for me to drop out of an airplane at 120 miles an hour through clouds than to fully step in to what I was sharing earlier in the show. I mean, because I was actually thinking maybe I should go skydiving. No, but that's not going to help me get rid of the belief because I like to skydive. I, I don't mind jumping out of a plane, but getting up on stage or writing a book or really getting out there more. I'm gonna to have to work on that with Nikki. I'm actually gonna to have to call you and do a session with you <laughs> on this. Yeah. Can I say? I mean, I, I was exactly the same. So you know, I was
2: busy doing doing my work and you know, fully booked and so on. But being public, public speaking, you know, it's it's a big thing. And but the belief change work I presented in Canada last year at a conference mm. with in an academic setting. Mm. Um, and that for me was really challenging. Mm. Um, I went home on the first day with panic, actually. So it was, um, I was thinking, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> and I went I and think I think just worked a, through I lots think of beliefs. There's a level and, that
0: the feminine energy is supposed to be coming out now, the patriarch side is changing, but there's also a level of fear that we're all feeling as women. And seeing yeah. Camelia Harris yesterday be so strong up there, and it was like, oh, yes, sister. The coming through. But, oh. you're, but we're all in our own cocoon still like, hmm, how do I do that? Hmm.
1: You know, Cynthia, you know? I just think you just nailed it for me. I'm doing two shows, very spontaneous, yeah. not on the Dr. Pat venue, on my other venue, Power Up with Dr. Pat. One of them is yeah, today, this afternoon. Today. I'm working. Yep. Go ahead. The other one is tomorrow, but they'll be, you'll, they'll be available. But they are talking about Kamala Harris. And so part of this is my team... There, I, I'm pretty much, and you've listened to the show. I pretty much have been apolitical, yeah. but I need to yeah. step out the way I did when I was younger in support of women because, for the first time in history, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Last time we had a woman running for president, and we, and as women, we had no equal rights amendment. Now we have the okay. potential of a woman becoming vice president who will not have equal rights and i realize i'm not talking about something that is important to me and others and so this was a stretch for me to come out and do these two shows um but i it's kind of like we're talking about i don't know how we not speak out for ourselves and others now yeah i don't
0: know either because it's it's reflective of you know, we go back to Geraldine Ferrara. We go back certain levels oh, yeah. uh, when a society has a level of women contributing to vote and all people voting and contributing all their gifts yeah. into the society. It functions better on the holistic level. And then yeah. we, we rise to a different level. And when you've seen certain things shift up mm-hmm. and down, uh, it gets very... Um,
1: yeah. And, and let me just 50. say this, because I know we've got to run. I just want to say for all of you out there, I am going to be talking about women Regardless of party, I'm going to be talking about Sarah Palin, honorably, folks. I'm going to be talking about women, and and that's what you should know. It's one of the most important things we can do for each each other. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Nikki, thank you for today. One more time, how do people find out about you? How do they work with you? And thank you so much.
2: Thank you. It's been really lovely to to be with you and share. So my website is. Um, healinginsight.co.uk or Nikki Gresham-Record is my name that takes you also through to the same website and um, Nikki, so if anyone wants to email me who's interested in connecting Nikki at healinginsight.co.uk, they can get through that way and yeah, there's resources got... on my website and yeah. and so on so there's a, there's a lot of information on there I uh... I'm, very keen just to get this out to help as many people as we can in this shift of consciousness right now. Well,
1: I'm going to be setting up some time to work with you on this one, boy, because cool. I I do not want this to be hanging around. Nikki, thank you so much. Pleasure. Benny, uh, Zach, thank you. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.